Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain, an inspiring podcast that follows the story of Nikki Rowland's incredible journey. Join Nikki as she inspires other single women and single moms to be courageous and continue to persevere through their own life journey. Together, we will learn from Nikki's success and struggles as we create a tribe of women committed to finding freedom from their past, purpose in their present, and unlocking the potential for the future. Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain. Hey babes, welcome back to Behind the Black Curtain. It's your girl, Nikki Rowland. And today we are talking about the mother-daughter relationship, which is a very, very touchy topic for me. But before we dive into this, I just want to say happy late Mother's Day to all the mommies out there, all the mamas, the baby mamas, the baby mama mamas. <laughs> just kidding y'all, but um, I really hope that you guys got loved on, that you were shown how appreciated you are, and even if you're not a mom, but you have a, mo- a mother figure around um, I just hope that you got to enjoy that time with her. So let's 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 dive into today's episode, you guys. And again, it's a very touchy topic for me because my own relationship with my mother is not a good one. And then now being a mother of a daughter, I realize how fragile this relationship can be. I realize and I'm still learning how to navigate this relationship so it can be as healthy as possible. That's always been my goal with all of my children, but especially with my daughter because because I've grown up in a very with a very toxic mother-daughter relationship and I did not want that for her but even with all of that me doing the best that I can to to redirect everything and do it differently I'm still learning that baby (laughs) there's still going to be little ick moments you know um so anyway I'm going to start this podcast off with just sharing what the relationship is like with me and my mother and what my experiences. And just like the father-daughter relationship, I'm going to be sharing the research with you guys on how this impacts our lives as women, um, especially our self-esteem, y'all. And like, I've already experienced this, but when you when I get to see that the research is backing up, like, yes, yeah, sis, <laughs> this validates everything that you've been going through, um, I'm mind blown, but Again, I'm going to be sharing tips on how we can begin to heal this process, and um, I hope you guys enjoy this and learn something from it. All right, so my relationship with my mother is I don't have one at this moment. I don't have a relationship with her, and this has been a very hard decision that I had to make. I had to just remove myself, but let me give you guys some background. Growing up, I had a mother that was very harsh a mother that was very I feel like unforgiving I feel like unforgiving I remember you know being a little kid and doing things that kids do and maybe I did something wrong or I don't know whatever but her version of punishment besides the beatings like my father did she also had a way of like holding a grudge I would say so you know you would get your beating and you would cry it out and whatever and I would try to like be around my mom and talk to her or do little things again and it was as if her form of punishment was to give me the silent treatment that is painful y'all um as I grew older and as I'm an adult now I've learned that that is a form of manipulation but because I've experienced that as a child (laughs) I realized that I end up being attracted to um certain people that would do that to me 
as much as it hurt me and it's not something that I wanted to experience, I've actually been in a relationship where a man used that as a form of manipulation on me. So anyway, let's go back. So that part of it, you know, that I guess that was her form of punishment. I remember growing up and just wanting my mother's validation so bad. I just wanted her to like me. And it's funny because if you speak to certain family members, they're going to tell you in their mind <laughs> that I was my mother's favorite. Uh, but these these are people that have no clue of what was actually going on. They just knew what it looked like on the outside. It's just like the relationship that I had with my father. When I dropped that podcast episode last week, one of my cousins on my father's side left a comment and she said, you know, it was a hard episode for her to listen to because the version of the father that I had, her uncle, that is not the person that she knew. And this is something that I'm always trying to get people to understand that what happens inside the home and what you see <laughs> when they step outside the home are two different things, right? And so one of the hardest things for me in this podcast and sharing my story is being able to speak my truth and not worry about what people think and not worry about what others have to say because I know what my truth is, right? I know what it was like to be inside the home versus what everyone knows outside and the picture that they that was painted for them. And so when I tell you guys like this podcast, I enjoy doing it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy doing it, but I'm in a very vulnerable and uncomfortable space at the same time because I'm sharing these honest, true stories to help others, to help others heal, to help others grow, to help others figure out how to move forward in their own situation. But I'm also dealing with the fact that there are going to be people that are like, yo, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know that. Or there's going to be people that will choose to not believe because they don't want to see certain people in a in a certain light they just don't want to believe it but at the end of the day I'm still going to speak my truth so this is the experience that I was having I just felt like I just wanted her validation I wanted her to be proud of me I wanted to I wanted to experience my mother being excited for me about something <laughs> and I felt like that's something that I did not receive growing up I was a child that got like all A's and B's, mainly A's. Like I was that student, like I want great grades. I'm going to pass all the tests. I'm going to join the choir, the step team, the things like that. And I want my mother to be proud of me. I wanted her to show up to performances excited. Like I would see other parents excited and I did not get that. And so I felt like I was in a constant search for her validation now the experience between my mom and my father as far as how they disciplined us and uh the fear the level of fear that i had it, it was pretty much the same i was fearful of both but for what whatever reason maybe because she's my mother and there's a different connection i more so was searching and hoping and just trying to grab for her to give me the stamp of approval to tell me that I'm great to tell me that she sees me that to tell me that she's proud and for whatever reason I did not get that now that I'm an adult woman and especially with me going to therapy for the past what three years now I've learned so much I've learned to see the picture in a different way I've learned to see it from a different perspective I've, I I do know my mom has went through a lot growing up I do realize that I do realize that being in the marriage with my dad was a lot I do realize that and so I know that with certain situations in our lives and experiences that we go through 
we can show up in ways that are not the most loving and the best ways. But at the same time, there's still a disconnect because when you know that you are hurting someone or when you do something to intentionally cause someone to feel bad, when you do something or treat someone in a manner where you know it is hurting them and you know that it is causing them to second guess themselves or just not feel great and you're doing this intentionally, that's where there's a problem. And this is the the dynamic of this relationship. There's just a lot of poor communication. There's a lot of negative talk. (sighs) You guys, this this podcast is a rough one for me because I'm really trying to not, I don't want to sound like I'm dragging anyone and I don't want to sound like I'm throwing anyone under the bus. I'm really just wanting to share my story and the inside of what I've gone through. So I'm just really, y'all bear with me and give me grace. Um, I'm really trying to navigate how I want to put the, this out here, but it's a very disconnected relationship. It's a relationship where I um, constantly hear the negative things that are being said about me from my own mother. And it's painful and it's really hurtful. Um, I've had to go to therapy to heal from that because even as a child, when I was growing up and I was trying to get her validation and do all these things so that she could just say like, yo, I'm proud of you. I think you're great. I think you're awesome. And I didn't get that. But then as I grew up and I started working, I remember like, getting paid and wanted to take my mom like let's go get our nails done let's go shopping let's go out to eat let's go to the movies like different things like that because that was my way of feeling like okay well let me show her you know if I treat her to these nice things then she's gonna realize like how much I love her and like she's gonna think that I'm great like I'm a good daughter and I still wasn't getting that you know she would go and we would do all these great things and we'll have a good time in the moment but then it would always be broken by some form of gossip (laughs) which sounds crazy as I say it but some form of your mother said this about you and your mother said that about you or my mother would use um she would use the silent treatment as a way of punishment and this is ever since I was a child I remember like you know after I would get my beatings for whatever they deemed it necessary for and I would you know, be around her again and try to talk and do little things. And she would give me the silent treatment. And this is something that has gone on up into my adult years. Yo, that is something very painful to experience if you haven't experienced it before. Um, but it's it's very painful and it's, it's a manipulative way of dealing with someone. And I just would never know what to do right. That's how I felt. Like I just did not know what to do right i was i was always failing there we go i always felt like i was failing and this is a burden that i carried on myself for years so imagine now being a woman that is approaching her 40s and still feeling like i want mommy's validation like i'm still fighting for my mother's validation and i'm i'm doing all these things and i'm trying these things and i'm being a strong woman and i'm doing my best to be a great mom and my mother i'm still not getting it from her like i i'm still not getting that i'm proud of you you know And so I went to therapy and I had to deal with that. But one thing that I've learned with therapy is that one, I need to release that burden that I was carrying, feeling like I was responsible for somebody else's behavior because I'm not. And I want you guys to know that you're not. 
too, I had to take a step back and look at things in, from a different perspective because the therapist is like, well, do you know what your mom's background is like? Do you know what she's been through? Do you know what her family dynamic? Yeah. <laughs> and when I look at all of that, I can see why our relationship is not a healthy one because there's a lineage of unhealthy mother-daughter relationships in this family. I'm going to be honest. Now, this does not excuse anyone um, abusing their children or playing mind games or just treating their children poorly. It doesn't excuse them, but it helps me to see where the mindset is coming from. Now, my choice was to continue to grovel and try to reach out and try to see how we can, you know, have this relationship and continue to be hurt with mom is still... I don't know, speaking negatively about you and mom is still giving you the cold shoulder, I can continue to be in that space or I could remove myself from it. Now, as a child, when you're in the home, you're under you're under the care of your parents, right? You don't have a choice. You got to be there. You have to put up with whatever it is that they're going to present to you. But as an adult, we get to choose. And this is not coming from a disrespectful place. This is now coming from a place of healing and self-love. This is coming from a place of self-respect. I think, or what I'm realizing is that, again, and I've said this in the previous podcast, that a lot of parents believe that because I am the parent, I can talk to you, I can treat you however I want to, and you just need to deal with it because I am the parent and I brought you into this world. And that is a very toxic and unhealthy way to view your relationship with your child or your relationship with anyone at all. And so I was given the option like, okay, you're going to either continue trying to hold on to this unhealthy relationship or you're going to release it. And I chose to let go. Again, not in a dis- nothing disrespectful at all, but I chose to let go of constantly fighting for the love and affection and the validation of someone that will that it is refusing to give me any of it. And that's basically the relationship kind of like summed up. <sighs> you guys, this is a tough one. This is a tough one for me to talk about. But um, yeah, I chose to let it go for my sanity, for my peace of mind, because all it did was cause me to continue to hold on to guilt that that did not belong to me. It kept me in a space of always feeling like I was not enough. That mindset held me back from so much. It held me back from moving forward in so many things because I didn't believe in myself. There's so many things that I've wanted to do with my coaching business, um, I've wanted to do with just business in general and subconsciously I would not move forward because I did not think I was good enough. I didn't think I was good enough. Why? Because I was still holding on to the fact that I've never had that validation from my mother. Yo, just me even saying that is bringing tears to my eyes, but like it held me back from so much. And as much as people look at me and they think that I've accomplished so much and I'm so strong and whatnot, you have no idea how many doors I have not walked through because I did not feel like I was good enough to walk through them. Um, and that is a, that is a huge <laughs> impact of an unhealthy mother-daughter relationship. So I want to share some research with you guys on this topic, um, especially when it comes to the African-American community, because research is suggesting that it's not uncommon in the African-American community. Now, we're not African-American, but 
you know, we're from Belize, we're from the Caribbean, but still we're black people. And it, it, what I'm learning across the board that there's a disconnect. It is not uncommon in the black community with the mother daughter relationship. So I wanted to share what some of the research is and what I've noticed and some of the things that were said to me by other women that are going through the same thing. Okay, so according to research, some of the possible contributing factors include generational trauma. (laughs) It says many African-American families have experienced historical and intergenerational trauma, which can create emotional distance and tension among family members. I'm going to put a check mark right there for our family. And I this is one thing that I realized. There's a lot of trauma within the family. There's just a lot of trauma. And so I can see where this is coming from. Another possibility is stereotypes and expectations. <laughs> so the strong, independent, angry black woman stereotype can create unrealistic expectations for African-American women and often portrays them as unapproachable and unemotional. This can cause misunderstandings between mothers and daughters leading to strained relationships. Let me speak on this. One thing that I felt was that my mother was unemotional. So just the other day, my youngest child, just out of the blue, was like, Mommy, how many times did Grandma kiss you? I don't know where this question came from, but it stopped me in my tracks because I I couldn't really tell him. Not saying that my mother never kissed me, but it wasn't something that happened often. So I couldn't remember. I didn't know what to tell him. I said, I don't, I really don't know. The unemotional part, um, the untouchable, the unbreakable part is what I remember of her. Like, and when I say unbreakable, it's like this tough exterior, you know, and not being able to be affectionate and be loving. I'll never forget a time. I think we were like, it was probably like 17 or 18. And my mom was <clears throat> flying out somewhere. And we went to the airport with her, you know, just to say bye before she goes. And my cousin said, give your mom a hug. And I go to give her a hug. And she said, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that. So this is what I grew up with, like missing that affection and honestly you guys as a woman that is something that i crave like that is just that's something that i i have to have in any relationship that i am i'm in and i'm just a very affectionate person so if a man is like yeah that's not his thing we're not going to work um, because because that is something that is uh soothing for me that is something that i love to give i love to do And I'm learning it's because it's something that I lacked in my childhood. So yeah, the unemotional, unapproachable, I get that. And again, she's come from a very harsh background. She's come from a tough background. And so I understand where that exterior is coming from, um, but it's still painful, right? So here's another possible contributing factor and it's discrimination and racism experiences and discrimination and racism can lead to emotional stress and trauma which can indirectly impact the mother-daughter relationship for example a mother who has experienced racism may be more protective and critical of her daughter making it difficult to develop a close bond Um, there's also cultural differences many african-american women grow up in an environment where being tough and assertive is important for its survival and this can contribute to the perception that showing emotion is a sign of weakness yo 
<laughs> we just talked about this, right? Also, communication barriers. Some African-American families may struggle with effective communication due to cultural differences or language barriers. All right, so now I want to share with you guys a study that demonstrates the correlation between the quality of mother-daughter relationships and women's self-esteem, life choices, and outcomes. So this one is from the University of Georgia, and it found that women who reported having a close and supportive relationship with their mother experienced less anxiety and depression as adults. And you guys already know depression is something that I've dealt with throughout my life. And it's interesting because when you listen to the reports the correlation between a mother-daughter relationship and the father-daughter relationship and the impact that it has on our lives as women the effects that it has it's so similar but with the mother-daughter relationship there's so much that plays with our self-esteem so anyway this study that was conducted by the university of georgia helps us to understand several things here with the importance of this relationship it shows that the mother-daughter relationships have a long-lasting impact on a woman's mental health. Mm. Women who reported having a close and supportive mother-daughter relationship experience less anxiety and depression as adults. <laughs> it also highlights the important role that mothers play in shaping their daughter's emotional well-being and mental health. Here we go again. Mothers who provide emotional support, guidance, and encouragement... I'm going to say that again. Mothers who provide emotional support, guidance, and encouragement can help their daughters develop healthy coping mechanism and self-esteem. I just wanted to pause on that one. Okay, so the study also emphasizes the need for mothers to build strong and positive relationships with their daughters. A supportive mother-daughter mother relationship can help women navigate the challenges of life, build resilience, and foster personal growth. It also highlights the benefits of intergenerational relationships. By developing a close relationship with their mothers, daughters can learn from their experiences and gain insight into their own lives. Y'all, okay. All right, so listen to this last one. This study suggests that mothers who invest time and effort into building a supportive relationship with their daughters can have a positive impact on the mental health of future generations. In turn, this can help break the cycle of poor mental health and lead to a healthier and happier society. Yo, the mother-daughter relationship is crucial. A healthy mother-daughter relationship is crucial. I want to touch on this last point where they suggest that mothers who invest time and effort into building a supportive relationship with their daughters can have a positive impact on the mental and health of future generations. This is something I, I didn't know that this research even existed but the moment that I found out I was going to have a little girl or I realized I was having a daughter I told myself I was going to do things completely different and this may hit home for some of you moms out there if you're someone that you don't have the best relationship with your mother but now you are a mother of a daughter and you have decided to do things differently what I realized is that no matter how hard we work at changing the, traje the trajectory and changing how this lineage moves forward, changing how the daughters are having their relationships with their mothers and how the mothers are, are, are stepping up in this position. No matter how hard we try, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be bumps in the road. So if you're a mom that's currently in this space that, you know, you're trying to do things different with your daughter 
and you realize like, yo, this is still a little hard. This is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Know that this is normal. (laughs) Know that um, you're not alone. Me having my one and only daughter from day one, one of the things that I made sure was to tell her that I love her every day. Now, from the time she came out the womb, (laughs) I'm telling this little girl that I love her. I'm talking to her. I'm telling her how smart she is. I'm telling her how great she's going to be. Ooh, getting a little emotional here. Um, And no, she didn't, she don't understand what I was saying when she came out the womb. She couldn't talk or understand, what, but I was already feeding her this. I was already letting her know how important she is and that, that I always have her back. And every day as she grew up, I made sure I told her that I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her, I love her. because. I refused to have her grow up and ever for a second believe that mommy didn't love her or mommy didn't realize how great she was or she did not have my validation. I wanted her to know from day one that you have my stamp of approval. You don't have to do a damn thing to earn it. You don't have to go sign up for anything. You don't have to do anything extra. The pure fact that you are my child, I'm letting you know that I think you're amazing. And... There's been times, you know, um, when she was a teenager where she dealt with like self-esteem issues and it had a lot to do with the community that we lived in and all of that stuff there. But I did whatever I could to feed her um, affirmations on a regular and just know how important she is and how wanted she is and how beautiful and valuable she is. And it's hard, y'all. Like, it's hard. (laughs) It's a lot of work. And honestly... When you come from a background where this is not the norm, when you come from a background where you look at the other mother-daughter relationships in the family and you see how dysfunctional and unhealthy it is, and this is not to throw shade at anyone, but because I do realize people tend to just do what they know. But when you come from that background and it's hurt you so much and you realize how unhealthy this is and how this ain't getting us nowhere and you decide to move the needle and do something different, it's tough. It is tough because this is a, a, a job that you have to do consciously. Like you have to consciously every day do it different. Consciously every day show up. And it doesn't mean that you're going to have a perfect mother-daughter relationship, right? Because like any relationship out there, there's always going to be disagreements. There's always going to be times where it's not that great and you don't, you're not really feeling that person for whatever it is, but it's never gotten to the point where it's like, yeah, no, we're, we need to disconnect. One of the things that I'm learning or one of the things that I've had a challenge with is just the communication piece. And when I say communication, it's just my daughter and I both getting each other to understand where we're both coming from because we're two completely different people. I think my daughter is amazing. I, I, this girl is amazing. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm the proudest mom when it comes to my kids. I've always said she doesn't have to do a damn thing to get my approval because she's my child. But the things that she's accomplished and her go-getter personality, like this girl is brains and beauty. I think she's amazing. The way she views life, the way she views challenges and certain things is different than the way I view it because her experiences growing up are completely different than my experiences, right? So 
as much as I work on being open-minded about things, because when you're closed-minded, baby, you don't grow. But there's certain things that I stick to and I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) no, I know it's this, you know, so there's certain things that we bump heads on. And so it's just a matter of being able to have that open dialogue to be like, yo, this is where I'm coming from. This is why I see it this way. This is why I react this way. And her being able to do the same thing. And so it's not easy. Um, There are moments where it's challenging. And there are times where I've felt like, yo, am I doing this wrong? Like, what am I, you know? Um, But then I have to take a step back and just see, God, just see, I, I just comparing the from where I've I've come from and what I've experienced to where I'm at and what she's experienced and it's completely different and I realized like no Nikki you're on the right path like you got this and you know and it's not just me validating myself but it's her saying to me mom like I just want to tell you like thank you for everything you've done as a child I did not realize <laughs> how hard it was and I just thank you for you know sticking through and raising us and doing like god that for me i can i can sleep good at night because all i wanted to do is to make sure that all of my children know that they're loved that they're wanted that they're seen i want them to know that they're seen i want them to know that their thoughts are important i want them to know that their feelings are important and so yeah let me stop rambling but if you're a mother that has grown up and experienced a mother-daughter relationship that wasn't the healthiest and now you're trying to raise your children to do different girl just know you're not alone there's going to be challenges along the way but you're fine you're on the right path you're on the right path and I'm proud of you I'm proud of you for stepping out and doing things differently all right you guys so let's get back to some more of the um the research that I have here So let's talk about the negative and the positive effects of a strained mother. Well, the negative effects of a strained mother-daughter relationship and the positive effects of a strong mother-daughter relationship. Some of the negative effects, as we discussed, is like negative outcomes such as low self-esteem and anxiety, which are supported by research. And then as far as the and then as far as the positive effects of a strong mother-daughter relationship, as I said earlier, um, these relationships can be empowering and foster resilient. For example, there's a study that was conducted among women in their 60s, and it found that those who had positive relationships with their mothers reported feeling more productive, successful, and fulfilled in their lives. Productive, successful, and fulfilled in their lives. Productive and successful. Those are the two things that I've had such a challenge with in my life because, again, I constantly second guess myself because I'm like, yo, who do I have the approval of? I'm looking for the approval of my mom and I'm not going to get it. And I realized that I've accepted that. I've accepted that. And so because of that, therapy is helping me to now just work on my mindset and how I view myself and how I step into the world and what I believe that I deserve. So... I'm just going to throw it in there again. I'm going to probably throw it in every episode. Go get you some therapy, okay? (laughs) All right, so let's talk about navigating this complex mother-daughter relationship. I want to offer you guys some tips for navigating a difficult relationship, supported by research, of course. Um, And I encourage you guys to get professional help if it's necessary, please. One thing that I've always been open to is therapy, 
even before I started it for myself, but even just like family therapy, because I know that it's something that my family definitely needs. I know I had mentioned it to my mom before, but she more so felt like it was me and my brother that needed therapy <laughs> because we had anger issues. Hmm, wonder why. But uh, you guys, if you have a mother that is open to therapy, I strongly suggest that you guys go for it. Get the professional help if you're at that point, if you find it necessary, don't be afraid. Because healing from the the broken mother-daughter relationship can be a difficult and long process. I told you guys I started therapy about three years ago. Your girl is still working on healing. There's still little things that come up. There's little triggers that come up for me. Um, And I just want to throw this in there. There's no hate towards my mother. There's no disdain. I don't wake up feeling disgusted or just annoyed or whatever. I just have decided that, you know... This is something that I've tried to attain for such a long time, trying to attain just a healthy relationship with her. And it just seems like it's just not something that she's willing to work towards. And I'm okay with letting that go at this point because I want to enjoy the rest of my life without seeking the validation from anyone that does not deem me worthy or for whatever reason is incapable of giving that to me. I don't want to walk around like that anymore because I don't want to walk into relationships seeking validation from a man. Like I refuse to. I want to walk into any relationship going forward at my healthiest without walking in seeking them to heal me from past childhood wounds. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to throw it out there. I'm just at a place where I want to be better, be a better Nikki. There's no hate here. (laughs) All right. So with that being said, here's some steps that can help black women begin to heal. And if you're not a black woman and you're listening, you can use these tips as well. I'm really focusing on the black women right now because I've spoken to so many black women that have experienced this and I think it's a topic that does not get talked about enough or it's not the light has not been put on it enough because there's so many broken mother-daughter relationships and it's really sad so one of the things that you can do is acknowledge the pain of course right acknowledge the pain and this is how I ended up getting into therapy because I'm like yo this is painful I'm tired I'm exhausted I don't know what else to do and I honestly felt like I was being a bad daughter although I wasn't doing anything wrong I was not calling anyone talking trash about my mother I wasn't doing anything like that although I was hearing everything that was being said about me I continued to keep to myself but I kept feeling like yo what am I doing wrong that what is it about me that is causing such a disdain when my mother thinks about me and so you have to acknowledge where you're at acknowledge the pain it's essential to acknowledge it and validate the pain of a broken relationship with your mother And then this can involve seeking support from your trusted friends, trusted family. Yo, it has to be, if it's going to be family, it needs to be somebody that is unbiased, right? Um, (laughs) Just going to say that. Trusted family members or a counselor. Number two, you want to work on forgiveness. We all know this is huge. And I'm going to say not just forgiving your mother, but forgiving yourself, sis. Forgiving yourself for feeling like you have to carry the burden or there's something wrong with you or whatever. Or whatever role you may have played. You know, forgive yourself in that as well. But forgiveness is is a crucial part of healing. And it it holding on to bitterness and resentment can prevent progress. And this is why I tell you guys, like, I don't 
I don't have any bitterness. I don't have any resentment. I just know where my place is. Yeah, so forgiving does not mean forgetting, right? It doesn't mean that you forget, but it means that you release that anger and it hurt and you're choosing not to hold grudges. It's such a freeing place to be when you forgive. I'm just gonna tell y'all that. It's freeing. And if y'all wanna know some of the things that I do to help me to start forgiving people and moving on a lot faster hit me up because (laughs) i've learned some techniques here and it's it's a beautiful place to be in so the uh, next tip is to understand the generational trauma many african-american families have experienced generational trauma generational okay this is like one after the other generational trauma which creates an emotional disconnect among family members understanding the impact of this trauma on past and current relationships can help bring some understanding and empathy towards the situation. And I will say that that is one thing that I gained is like once I took a step back and just like paid attention to the fact that I know some of her story as a child and growing up and what she experienced and I've seen what she's experienced um, living in a home with my father, I can have empathy. I can understand how she can be cold and, you know, certain things, but I, there's certain things that I still don't excuse. And I I feel like when you become a parent, I understand like we all go through our stuff, but when you become a parent, I think the goal is to be better, to be better and to do better for the next generation. Cause we want, that's what we want, right? We want the trajectory to shift. We don't want to keep going down, but we want to have our lineage to start moving up, having our lineage to know what it's like to to love, to be loved, to give love, to receive love, to all those things, to have healthy relationships. That is the goal. So understand the generational trauma. That's going to help you to have a little bit more empathy towards the situation and improve communication, lack of communication And miscommunication is a major reason for conflict in any relationship, you guys. So develop a deeper connection and understanding through verbal and nonverbal communication. Like I said, with me and my daughter, I know this is something that we have to like be intentional about. You know, she may feel like I'm coming off a certain way and she doesn't understand why. Or I feel like she's coming off a certain way and she doesn't understand why. And we have to be willing to sit down and have that communication, have that talk with each other. And y'all think about it, women, this is something with women across the board, whether or not it's a mother-daughter relationship, like women. (laughs) Yeah, ladies, in order for us to have a healthy relationship with each other, period, we have to be willing to communicate because, you know, we got our moods, we, we have, we can get hangry, we can be emotional for all kinds of different things. So communication is key. And they're also suggesting that you build a support system. And I always say this, I always, and this is something I constantly pray for is community. I want community. I want a healthy community around me. And it doesn't even have to be blood relatives. I'm fine with it not being that, but I want people, I want my soul tribe around me. So build strong relationship with friends, peers, peer groups, and supportive communities. And this can help improve emotional support and guidance needed to cope with difficult relationships. And again, lastly... (laughs) we're gonna say it again seek professional help it's it's critical you guys if the conflict is deeply rooted and impacts your daily life like it was impacting how I move in life it was impacting how I view myself and what I thought I deserved it may be necessary to seek professional therapy and counseling to help work through issues and promote your healing okay it's so important to note that the healing process 
may involve some uncomfortable emotions. And progress is probably not going to happen overnight. And I want to talk about the uncomfortable emotions that we go through with the healing process because I have a particular friend and she's probably going to listen to this podcast, but girl, you know who you are. But I have a particular friend, you know, she goes to therapy and it brings up emotions and she she says it makes her feel worse. So in her mind, it's like, okay, is this helping me or hurting me? And no, you guys, that's what it does. It brings up things that we have pushed down or pushed aside and we have not, we've chosen not to deal with or we didn't realize. And, you know, therapy causes things to click and you're like, oh, this is what's going on. It brings up emotions let them out. It's uncomfortable. But when you continue to run away because you don't want to be uncomfortable, baby, what are you healing? You're not healing anything. Where's the growth? There's no growth coming from this. You will remain stagnant. And if you rock with me, you already know I don't believe in that. Like I believe in growing and being better and working towards better every day, even if it's just 1% by the end of the day. But it's uncomfortable. And I told you guys time and time again, I've had so many therapy sessions where I cried like a, like I cried like a baby, but where I am now compared to where I was when I first started, I'm a completely different woman. So please definitely know that it's uncomfortable and progress is probably not going to happen overnight, but baby stick to it. And I promise you, you will never regret it. Persistence in making positive changes is key to a long lasting transformation and healing. So With that being said, I want to first tell you to have grace. Give yourself grace if you're in this situation. Give your mother grace. Um, Definitely take time to just try to understand what her background looks like. Work on forgiveness. Even if you decide like this is a relationship that I can no longer move forward with or I need to disconnect myself for whatever your reason is. Um... Trust that you're making the right decision. Don't do it out of grudge, out of hatred, but out of love, respect, and honor for yourself. Get therapy. Seek therapy. I'm just going to say that. Just seek therapy. And know that you're not alone. And again, I'm really considering just starting a group or starting a group coaching or something behind this topic because it's huge. But I'll let you guys know. Just know that you're not alone. Know that there's help out there. And know that it's possible to reconcile. There's a lot of people that reconcile. So if you have a mom that's willing to talk, that's willing to get the counseling, that's willing to heal, definitely go for that. Definitely go for that. I think that's the best way. Uh, I wish that was an option that I had, but definitely go for it. So that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you learned some stuff from this and I hope it helps to get you on a path to healing if that's what you need. If you've learned anything from this podcast, if you've grabbed anything from this, if it's helped you in any way, if it's opened your eyes to anything, I want you to do me a favor and just please go ahead, rate the podcast and leave whatever it is that you've learned. You leave it in a comment for me and that's it. I'll talk to you guys next week. You know, I can't go without leaving you with a scripture. So here it is. Today's scripture comes from Colossians 3.13 and it says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. So this scripture emphasizes the importance of forgiveness and patience in healing broken relationships. To rebuild a relationship that has been damaged, it is necessary to let go of grievances and extend forgiveness to the other person. 
By doing this, individuals can move beyond the hurt and pain of the past and focus on building a stronger and healthier relationship. The scripture also highlights the idea that forgiveness is not only an act of kindness, but also a commandment from God. Through forgiveness, individuals can emulate the Lord's forgiveness and express their faith in Him. It also suggests that forgiveness is a two-way street. Both parties must forgive each other in order to heal the relationship. So overall, the scripture encourages individuals to seek healing in their relationships through forgiveness, patience, and a deep sense of faith. Be blessed, y'all.